Welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Matt Farnsworth. Today I want to cover an interesting topic, and that is what happens when you're in a relationship or you have friends and you like to hang out with your friends and you decide like you're changing. You're changing your life. You're no longer going to drink. You're no longer going to do drugs. You're no longer going to just sit around and play video games. You're no longer going to eat bad. You're going to change your life. Unfiltered with Matt Farnsworth. Back when my ex and I, ex-wife and I, first separated and I started to change, I got, I got sober. I got really sober. And when I did, she went the opposite direction. You know, she just became the party girl uh, and, and continued that lifestyle. And that wasn't for me anymore. But I'll tell you this. When you decide to change, okay, people are going to react differently. So if you have a love relationship and you two have been together a long time and you decide you're going to make some big changes in who you are, that can be seen by the opposite party, the person that you're with, as an attack on them. Because now you're calling out something that you've done with them forever and that they want to continue to do that they probably know is bad for them, but they don't want to hear it because the denial is so is so deep. You know, it's a lot easier to be you know, comfortable, remain comfortable, do things that make you feel comfortable, take drugs, drink, party on the weekend. You've got this set pattern that you're in that's, you know, constantly uh, the same. And it's a, it's a comfortable, easy way to live. And a lot of people get stuck in that pattern. And when you try to break it, and you've been in this pattern with people for a long, long time, they don't like that very much. And their reaction from you know, from them, the reaction from them, from those closest to you can often be negative. Not like, hey, um, you're quitting this thing and I'm really proud of you. I'm happy for you. Maybe I should make that change too. Don't expect that. Don't expect to hear from somebody just because you're making a change that, that they're going to want to make a change. You know, you really have to ask yourself this. Are you really willing to go the distance? Are you really willing to do anything for your well-being, your sobriety, and your success? Are you willing to make the sacrifices that you need to make to have success in your life? What are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go? Are you ready to stop making excuses completely? Are you ready to put you first and figure out what that means and take care of yourself before anything else other than God? Are you willing to go to that place? If you answer yes, then this podcast is definitely for you because we're going to talk about what happens when you finally decide that you want to get sober and you want to live a better life. You want to be healthy. You want to work out. You don't want to use drugs and alcohol anymore. You don't want to be bogged down by terrible food and fat and feel gross and not be able to get up in the morning, not be able to work out hard, not have a good sex life not be able to communicate well, all the things that go along with living a lifestyle that is not healthy. And, and, and we, can, we can talk about this till we're blue in the face and a lot of people will not listen. But I can tell you that when you decide to stop using drugs or alcohol and you decide to change your life, these people that react to you, the way they react is a struggle for them because they struggle with the new you, right? They're struggling with this person that they used to know that now they don't recognize as well. And, and they don't like that. People don't like new things. 
And a lot of people who are in routines that are not good routines, they're, they're negative routines, they're not positively reinforcing uh, the person's life in a way that helps them to grow and have success. When they do not have that, right, they look at your change as a mirror. So you're like a mirror. They're looking into this mirror and they're saying, wow, um, this mirror is changing, but it's not me that's changing. You're the mirror. You're the person that they're supposed to mirror. But sometimes it's really hard to mirror somebody who's willing to go the extra mile, who's willing to go the distance and change. And that reflection that they see, they don't like. They don't like that. They want to be able to sit back and say, I want to continue to do what I'm doing. Why are you being such a bore? Why don't you want to go out and party? Come on, let's go have fun. This is, they're going to say everything. A lot of people are going to say that stuff. You'll have very few people that are going to say to you, great, I'm so happy for you. If you'd like to hang out, you want to go work out, you want to do something different, I'm totally down with you. Now, if you have that kind of person, fantastic. Very fortunate to have that kind of person because that doesn't always exist and it doesn't usually happen that way. So you're going to have to you know, know that this is going to happen. You're going to have to discuss you know, with yourself the common reactions that people are going to have to you, to this changed you. And you're going to have to know how you react. You're going to have to stand firm on everything that you have decided to do. Because when, when you back up and you, you balk on it and you, and you give in and you cave in, then they know they've won. They've got you. And they'll keep doing the same thing over and over again because they want to be comfortable. So, you know, the relationships when you do quit drinking and you're engaged in a love relationship with someone, a marriage, a, a boyfriend-girlfriend type situation, and your girl is like, I still want to party. I still want to drink. What do you think is going to happen? If you're married and your significant other or you decide you're going to quit drinking, let's say you decide you're going to quit drinking, you're going to quit partying, you're going to change your life, and the other person decides they're not, they're not into this new change that you want, they have no, no part of it, what do you think that's going to do to the relationship? It's going to destroy it because you cannot, you have to grow together. If you're not growing together as a couple, then you're growing apart. And the divide as you become sober and you become well and you start to look better, you feel better, you communicate better, that person is going to become less and less attractive to you and likewise, vice versa. So this is a big decision. Why go back to, you know, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to give up? How far are you willing to go for your well-being? How far are you willing to go to have success? Because when you do this, those people in your life that are close to you like I said, they will not react all the same. Some may have a real negative impact to it. And you're going to have to be able to say, I'm willing to make this sacrifice. We're no longer going to have the same relationship because, well, I've given you all that I can. I've told you how I feel. I've told you what I want. You're not respecting me and what I want and the, the direction I want to go in. And you're going to have to tell that person goodbye. Even if this is a husband, even if this is a wife, even if this is a long-term boyfriend or girlfriend. Now, I will give you a buffer here. I will say there's a buffer a period of time, and I can relate this to my own life. My wife now, she, when we first met, still liked to get that warm hug, an occasional glass of wine, okay? And it, it took a little while for her to actually decide, I'm done. I let her do that on her own. And this is another great lesson for you. When you quit and you start feeling great, you can't preach it to every single person out there that, you know, Look how wonderful I am. I'm sober. I'm having success. I'm making a bunch of money. 
I'm, you know, uh, working out, look at my body. I'm physically fit. I got this new relationship. I'm doing great. People are not going to want to hear that, especially not those that are still stuck in that cycle of addiction. You're not going to hear what you want to hear. So again, expectation, do not set up expectations that you can change the world. Stay in your lane. When you first start to have the success in sobriety and this newfound, you know, care for yourself, not everybody's going to feel the same way you do. Not everybody's going to jump on the bandwagon. They're not just going to see you having all this success and say, wow, I should do that too. Not everybody's going to do that. Even though you would think they would, you would think that would be the first reaction. Not everybody's built that way. Not everybody thinks that way. In fact, some of them might be pissed off that you're having success. I would gather in my information in, uh, based on history that you're going to have more opposition than you are positive reaction to your particular situation of improving your well-being, improving your life is something that unbelievable, unbelievably a lot of people frown upon this in, in our society because misery loves company. Have you heard this saying? This is the truth. Misery loves company. So when you're in a state where you're drinking, partying, living that lifestyle, not working out, not taking care of yourself, not doing the work you're supposed to do, not disciplined, you're actually in a state of misery. You're actually in a state of dying. And so the people that you're with are also in that state of misery. Thus, misery loves company. You're going to find that you're going to want to stop telling everyone about the successes that you have when you start to have success because they're just going to, they're just going to spite you. It's just going to make them upset. Okay. That's how this works. You're going to have to grow a thick skin and understand some people are going to have to go. It's going to be like, sorry, I can't be around you anymore. I can't be friends with you anymore. And that's fine. These are the sacrifices we're talking about that you're going to have to make when you want to be successful in recovery, in success, in life, in relationships. Here's the good news. It's a big world. There's a lot of people out there. You will meet new people. It's not the end of the world. Not the end of the line. I thought it was. I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to build a new life. I thought my life was over. I thought I was going to be, you know, alone the rest of my life after I you know, got into a huge car accident, got a DUI, ended up in rehab. I had a broken neck. I was a mess. I was a literal mess. My relationship was falling apart. I was getting a divorce. Um, it was just a terrible situation, terrible time in my life. And I thought that that was it. There was no moving forward. There's nothing good that was ever going to happen to me again. It's done. Couldn't have been more wrong because no matter how far down you go, there's always that light at the end of the tunnel, and you have to remember that. You may be in that place now. You may be suffering tremendously. You may be like, I can't take another second of this. It's the holidays right now. A lot of people are under a lot of pressure. There's a lot of alcohol floating around out there. It's hard to stay away from it. Bad food, toxic family, relationship issues, stresses, money issues, trying to get gifts, making sure everybody's happy travel situations, things you don't want to have to do, going to events and parties that will trigger you. There's so much stuff that happens during the holidays that you have to learn to take care of yourself. And this is where the sacrifices come in. You have to be willing to make the sacrifices to keep your sobriety, to keep your happiness, to keep your well-being, to have success in your life. You have to learn the words no, and you have to stand firm on it. You have to not care about the reaction that you get. And I think that's the, the, the real through line of this entire discussion is that building that thick skin. I don't really care what other people think. I'm not super concerned about what others think about my new found way of life. 
my new me, me working on me. That's not anybody's business. That's what I'm doing. And if they've got a problem with it, it, they shouldn't because it really shouldn't be a part of their life. They shouldn't worry about what I'm doing. And if they do, you should be able to say, oh, well, that's your problem. That's on you. And I think that as you go through recovery, as you start to quit drinking, you start to quit partying, you start to get well, you start to work out, you start to take care of yourself, you develop that. You develop that that um, confidence that exudes. And eventually you stop explaining yourself. You stop telling people everything you're doing and why you're doing it. And you just do it for you. And along with that, like I said, comes these new relationships, these new found relationships. And, and it's, it's not always what you think. It, it really does evolve differently because you've never lived this life. You've never had, I mean, maybe you've had success in the past with sobriety and you've relapsed and now you're back again. But I'm just saying that when you really get well, you're going to see that the relationships that come along are really lifelong relationships. I mean, the people I'm working with now, I, I, I can't say that I would ever not be in contact with them in some way, shape, or form. Now, seasons come and seasons go. People will come and they will go. But for the most part, they're not big troubles. These are not people that are going to cause major issues anymore. And that's because you're focused. Like you have this focus when you actually get well and you, you know what you want to do and you've got a goal in mind and you're, you're disciplined, you're goal-oriented, you're, you're moving forward with determination. People notice and it attracts the right kind of people. When you're not well, when you're drinking, when you're using drugs, when you have no goals, when you're lethargic, when you don't take care of yourself, it attracts that vibration. Those kinds of people come out of the woodwork. Misery loves company. So the end of this discussion, I want to bring it to a close. But I just want to say to you, prepare yourself to need to be very, very resilient. Like you're going to need to, to be hard. You're going to need to be tough in order to have what you want to have, if you truly want it. And then before any of that, you're going to really have to want it. You have to desire it, deeply desire this success. You have to be willing to go the distance. And are you willing? Are you really willing to, to, to sacrifice everything for success? Are you willing to go the distance to have sobriety? Are you willing to make those sacrifices? Are you willing to do the work to have success? And if the answer is yes, prepare yourself because at the end of that tunnel and that light that you see, the end of that tunnel is a brilliant, brilliant future. You just have to walk through that really scary darkness for a little while, that uncomfortableness. But when you get to that end of the tunnel, it's like, wow, I should have walked there sooner.